0: Before we get into the episode, head on over to RighteousFelon.com for all your favorite beef jerky flavors. I'd recommend starting off with the whole shebang Craft Jerky gift bundle. The jerky is smoky and savory, spicy and sweet. All of your favorites, all in one variety pack. Use promo code OCSN, all lowercase, to get 15% off at checkout. Don't miss this great opportunity. Go to RighteousFelon.com today.
1: You're as cold as ice. You win. Hello,
0: everyone. Welcome to the Ice Cold Takes podcast. I'm your host Joey Demeglio, and today I'm joined by Avery Zaretsky, formerly the Rangers' guy for Barstool Sports. Avery is here to talk about this next set of games for the Rangers and the possibility of moving up to the second seed or even the first seed in the Metropolitan Division.
1: Thanks so much for
0: joining me, Avery. How are you?
1: Joey, first of all, just want to thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. You're doing a great job here. Love what you got going on. And yeah, uh I'm excited about the Rangers right now. I really think they're playing well. They had a little bit of a skid against Carolina, but other than that, they look they look like they're ready to go for the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and the players seem to think so as well. One game you move on and, you know, get back to whatever they were doing last week. Where they went 4-0, that was a impressive week by the Rangers. But I mean, I'll let me start by asking you. So you're the you're the Rangers guy for Barstool. That's in your your Twitter bio. Wayne Gretzky called you out on that. Uh, tell me, what was it like working at Barstool? I know you've moved on now. I saw that yesterday. But uh, yeah, tell me about tell me about your experience at Barstool.
1: Yeah, I made it public yesterday, but I haven't really gone on anything and talked about it. But basically, you know, Barstool. Listen, Barstool's the greatest place in the in the world to work for somebody who's young and ambitious and trying to make it in the sports media world and and i've met so many amazing people over the years there's a enormous list of people that i'd have to put right down to thank for my time there but at the end of the day it all it, it all came down to job happiness you know about a year ago i was doing the chicklet stuff i was doing the foreplay stuff but it kind of died down and i had my main focus on macrodosing which is a great podcast and i love it it just at the end of the day wasn't for me and the company's moving to Chicago and going in a different route, and I didn't want to hold the podcast back just because I um, I didn't love what I was doing anymore. So the next route, I don't know where I'm going, but um, I'm excited, and we'll, we'll see where it takes me. You know, I, I want to stay in the media world. I want to do hockey. Like, that's my passion, if anybody knows me. So we'll see. But in terms of Barstool, like I said, greatest place to work, man. Like, I, I love it there and it, you know for anybody who wants to work there i say go for it man like that place the people who work there that that was the reason why i wanted to stay at the end of the day is because of the people but i didn't want to hold anybody back in terms of like the podcast so the people were amazing but uh it just ended up being for me personally something that i wasn't uh happy doing anymore but there's a lot of success there and there's a lot of people who love what they do there and and there's no reason why Anybody shouldn't want to hop on that train. I don't I'm not gonna agree with Dave
0: Portnoy's pizza takes, but I will say Barstool's been around for a long time. I remember watching the rundown, uh back when it was just KFC, uh Big Cat and Dave. Uh, those three guys. I remember those days, but now it's like this big company. Do you think you're gonna like stick with the Rangers, like doing content or or anything like that? Are they in your plans or are you more just a sports no focus
1: kind of yeah that's the goal man i'm trying i'm I'm, you know weighing all my options of course i want to stay talking about the rangers that's my passion but you never know what where it could take me what, what road uh the sports media world or any world could take me down so i'm excited to see where i go i don't have like i said i don't have any plans yet but who knows we'll see what happens
0: so we got a comment here thank you for kane avery you saved my life uh <laughs> This is uh, one of our listeners of the show Python. Shout outs to him. Um, I love it. Really,
1: we're li- are we live right now? Like we are like, live. Like, yes, are, that's awesome. I love that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Streamyard's Streamyard's the best. Uh, getting used to this this kind of software is uh, is interesting. I used to just use Zoom and just uh, publish the episodes like every week, but now how people much continue- is Streamyard paying you, Joey? oh no they're not paying me anything (laughs) (laughs) talking Um, about it like yeah no i should i should i should uh i should ask Mm -hmm. the you know maybe ink out a sponsorship deal for them 100 percent. but yeah i mean pat the patrick kane trade i remember like on on twitter you were doing like the twitter spaces and those were huge like they there was like three or four hundred people in those those spaces like can, can you talk about that like how excited were you when when kane got traded to the rangers
1: well, so it's one of those things where it's like you can't really share. I have a, I have a source, right? And you can go a couple ways about sharing things from a source. You could either just say exactly what they're telling you, or you could be protective of the source. And, and my source is very close to the organization. I don't want to necessarily blow his spot up because he's feeding me information that's legit. And a week before Patrick Kane was acquired, I knew that it was going to happen. I just couldn't fully give out the details and it, it was tough because people doubted me and but I I, I stuck to it the whole time I, I knew that he was coming and uh it was great man I I didn't do spaces for a while I didn't really know how to even work them but it was fun it's fun interacting with the Rangers fan base I love I love our fan base I love what they bring to the table I love the questions they ask and I'm going to be doing more of them throughout the year for sure. And, you know, just because I left Barstool doesn't mean I'm going to stop doing my thing. You know, that's that I've been doing. I've been doing it long before Barstool. It's just uh, something that kind of caught steam and and built a fan base around Barstool. I mean, I wouldn't be where I am today without the company. So, uh, yeah, I, I love I love doing those spaces, man. Love yeah, communicating. I'm
0: definitely going to hop on those uh, two when, whenever you do have them. Those are uh, those are a good time. They're a good time. Yeah. Uh, you know, more Rangers content, the better. Spaces, while they do have some of their bugs and their glitches, you know, they are a good, good way to like, you know, expand your network, your, uh, your the Rangers community for sure. But now that Patrick Kane's on the Rangers, I mean, this team is like, they're locked and loaded. Last week, four and zero. As I said earlier, um, ever since Kane's first practice, the team has just been, has been completely different. Like, there's been a, a different feel. They're playing their own style of the game. Um, but like they, they hit a bump in the road on Tuesday against Carolina. I mean, for the first part of that game, it looked like the Rangers were, you know, playing the way that they had been playing. And then, uh, Carolina took a penalty and they killed that off fairly easily. And just everything after that seemed to, you know, change, like the entire complexity of the, of the game, uh, changed and Carolina ended up, ended up winning. What did you think of, of that, that game?
1: Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, the Rangers played a long week that la- the week before they played Pittsburgh three times. They had a couple back to backs like, you know, I wouldn't say that they were t- they looked tired, but it definitely showed towards the-, the end of the second and the third period, their fatigue. They you know, the- the- Carolina is obviously a great team. They're number one in the division for a reason. But I do think the Rangers could play a seven game series against them. No problem. I think that. um, they need to work on some kinks like you know they have this this new rangers team hasn't seen carolina and you know you, you just got to tip your cap carolina came back they stormed back and they they prevailed they're a really hard team to play against they're hard on the puck they're aggressive but if you can chip the puck past them you have a chance to beat them every single night and i think this skilled rangers team will end up figuring that out in the long run
0: yeah, I was gonna say the Rangers had spent a lot of time in the offensive zone in the first period. They didn't do do that as much in the second and the third. Uh, right. Probably like midway through the second period, and then uh, from then on, it was uh, it was pretty much a log jam at, at, in uh, at center ice. Carolina's game was the forecheck. I felt like they got to their style of play, like they kind of took over, and they did it without Svechnikov too, which is crazy.
1: Yeah absolutely they're 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 a really really good team and they don't have necessarily a full-on star player i mean ajo's really really good and uh and i think their back end is so solid but they don't have that one star to put them over the top but at the end of the day they play like a team man they they're hard on pucks like i said they're hard to play against that's what's something that all coaches around every aspect of hockey preach is hard hard to play against hard to play against so I think they're gonna be a tough team to play against in the playoffs, but I do think the Rangers could end up beating them again. Do you think it's a
0: better matchup for the Rangers to play Carolina over the Devils or is it the other way around?
1: I don't know because listen, you you're gonna play you're gonna play both teams. Like either one of the teams are gonna make it to the second round. You're and we we hope that we make it to the second round. You know, so if we play the Devils, we'll probably end up playing Carolina. If we play Carolina, we'll probably end up playing the Devils. So it's like you got to play the best teams at the end of the day. So in terms of better matchup, it's so tough to say, right? Because the Devils are really fast, but they're they're a little bit weaker on the back end. And then the Car- Carolina Hurricane just play an all-around really good team defense game. So... I'd probably say the Devils only because the, our power play would probably thrive better against the Devils than it would against Carolina.
0: That's a good point. That's a good point there because yeah, Carolina was really, really impressive their penalty kill. Like the Rangers had nothing going on any of their power plays, which had been right. clicking in the past couple games. Like they was that was one of the bright spots. Right, one of the many bright spots from last week was the power play, uh, and I think Gallant is is. Uh, Mixing up the lines again, I think he put Zabanajad and Kane on the same unit today and pra- or yesterday in practice. Um, we'll have to see how that works out because I mean, again, it's a home and home against
1: Carolina. What do you look for in in this game tonight? Yeah, I think that uh, we just need to get the power play going again. Uh, we're a team that is able to draw a good amount of penalties. Tyler Mott is one of the best in the league at doing it. I forget how many power plays we had against Carolina. I think it was three or four. We obviously went zero for, it, but. Um, yeah, if they can get the power play going against Carolina, they'll be good. It's tough. T- it's a uh, it's a tough place to play in Carolina. They got passionate fans, but the Rangers got to get on the board early and and dig the rest of the game because we know that Carolina is going to try to grind them out. But if they can if they can really dig deep, they'll they'll win tonight for sure.
0: I also think it's a something that's cool or interesting about the matchup is that Carolina has been building for a few years now. Like you go back to. 18, 19, like when they went to the conference finals, right. You know, they, they have an expectation there. Their team is good enough to, to win, but can they get over the hump? And then the Rangers, they were, I mean, I didn't, I didn't expect them to get past Carolina last year. So is, yeah. is it going to be like, is Carolina, does Carolina remember that? Do they all have a chip on their shoulder? Cause as far as I, as, as I know that most of that team is the same. Like they still have Shea, ajo's still there. Teravainen Teravainen is still there, you know, Pesh, the defense is still the same. If they get the goalie to stay healthy like Anderson, can they can they, you know, make it even closer. It was a 7 game series last year. Can they can they uh is that enough to put them over the over the hill there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, the you know, the series can go either way. The Rangers have obviously made their additions. They've turned, you know, Vetrano and Kopp into Tarasenko and Kane, but the Carolinas also added some guys on the back end. They added bear who's been money for them on their power play. And um, they added Yessi and another guy. Like, they, they've they made moves as well to change their roster. But it's, it, like you said, it's mostly the same. Like, these, there's definitely going to be some, you know, bad blood. There there were some things that's, you know, built up in that series. So, it should, it's going to be, this playoffs is going to be insane. Like, yeah. Yeah. there we've never seen this much firepower in the east in terms of like really 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 good teams like for years the devils haven't been good they've finally like figured it out and, and gotten really good Carolina is really good like this whole division the islanders are a sneaky really good team you know and whoever ends up making that that last wild card spot like it's gonna be crazy
0: yeah it's uh it's i'm, I'm with you there on who's gonna make the uh make the postseason that wild card spot because, I mean, the division spots are all, like, locked up, basically. Um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's funny because I say it all the time on here, but you go back, like, like, 10 years ago. The Western Conference was the dominant conference. It was always Chicago, L.A., Anaheim, San Jose. Those were the teams to beat. Now it's the East. The Eastern Conference is the teams like Tampa Bay, Boston, the Rangers, Hurricanes. Like those are the teams. Those are the teams that have really taken the big step forward. Those are the guys that that uh, those are the teams to beat. So I, I think that's like a, an interesting, you know, flip there. Only ten yeah. years it took.
1: Yeah, absolutely, no doubt. It's it's kind of crazy how it just flips like that. But uh, over the past couple of years, the East has just absolutely dominated. Um, it's funny, like sometimes the Western Conference team finds a way to to win the cup, but um, in terms of like regular season success, the East has all has for the at least for as much as I can remember been been predominantly better.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've had some successful teams in the Eastern Conference: Tampa Bay, Boston. I mean, Boston this year they're probably going to get the sixty wins if they continue this the pace that they're on. Um, yep. What do you think of? I've seen a lot of people like throwing throwing in the Devils in Stanley Cup contender like legitimate Stanley Cup contender consideration like do you agree with that I mean it's none of their players have made it to the playoffs yet like this is really their first year where this core of players and the coach and you know everybody on that team is going to make the playoffs like do you consider them an actual legitimate uh
1: cup threat absolutely I hate to say it but no doubt I mean you look at the Rangers they had minimal to no cup experience last year and they were one they were they were two games away from making the Stanley Cup final, so it's like it's it's kind of crazy to think, but like anything could happen in the playoffs. We know that's what makes hockey great is that the playoffs. You know, there, there's so much disparity and there's so many good teams. If the Devils' defense holds up and their goaltending holds up, you know they could they could go all the way, man. They're they're a really skilled team, and they added Meyer, probably the best deadline acquisition of of anybody in terms of raw, in terms of raw talent. I mean, he's not putting up the points right now, but who knows what happens in the playoffs. Like I always tell people that.
0: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app.
1: And last year really humbled me because for the longest time, you know, you think the regular season matters. But as long as you get into the playoffs, none of it really matters. Um, the Like the Rangers swept uh Tampa in the regular season 4-0 last year. And then they, you know, go up 2 nothing and then lose four straight. So it's like anything could happen. It's just a totally different atmosphere. The fans are different. Like the buildings feel different. It, it's a totally different atmosphere feeling for for either team
0: i'll admit it still feels a bit scary as a rangers fan to possibly go up against the devils of the first round that's why i'm thinking maybe you get the home ice advantage like the second seed do you think that's still a possibility second yeah seed? no
1: doubt yeah there's still plenty of games left to make it happen if they if they really want to make it happen they got to just storm they got they got to win a lot of hockey games but anything can happen man uh we we've seen some crazy stuff in our time and um, if the Rangers win a lot of games and the Devils start, you know, sliding down on a skid, there, there's definitely potential for that. But at the end of the day, I don't even really think home ice matters that much. You know, we beat Carolina 5 nothing on their home ice last year, like in game seven. So it's like, you know, anything could happen. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting. Yeah, That series, too, was in, was like the home team won every single game up until game seven. It was right. Uh... I don't know. Something must have something must have clicked in that last game for Glant, not having the uh, having to make the line change first.
1: You know. Oh uh, yeah, first and game. you know, and on um, yeah, that obviously is a thing. But also, like, if it ends up being the Devils, like, is there really like not home ice? Like, it, it's right across the river. You know right. what I'm saying? And but, like Rangers fans show out. Like they'll obviously sell more Devils fans tickets, but yes. like you'll. It it will feel it'll feel different. Like if the Rangers go up a couple goals, like there will be Ranger fans in the building, no doubt. A lot yeah, of them. That
0: that's the interesting thing. Like I know last year for the game, the games in Raleigh, they had to like limit, you know, if who was buying the tickets. Like if they checked where your uh, where your license was or something like that. I yeah. didn't go to any of those games, so I'm not sure. It, I can't remember exactly, but. They did check to see if, like, you're from New York or New Jersey or something like that, and they limited who, who could buy it. I, I'm, I'd I'm, imagine they'd do, they'd do the same thing if the Rangers do play the Hurricanes in the playoffs this year. Um, yeah. I mean, the schedule for the Rangers, three of the next four games uh, from now until next Thursday against playoff – or teams that are in the playoffs kind of in the playoffs. So tonight is against Carolina. Saturday is in Florida against the Panthers. Who have looked like they're, you know, coming back to where they were last year. Maybe not as dominant as a team last year, um, but they're, you know, making that legitimate push for the for the playoffs. And then next Tuesday, they're at home against Columbus, obviously not a playoff team. And then the big one, in my opinion, this is a big test because the Rangers haven't played the Devils with uh, this roster. They're going to be in New Jersey, and that's the last meeting of the regular season between the Rangers and the Devils. Would you say like that? That last one's probably the most important one.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, it, it could come down to you know who gets the home ice or whatnot. We'll see, but um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be nuts. That the atmosphere in that building's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna try to go, uh, but I like I said, as as much as it quote unquote matters, unless it's for standings, it, you know. Whatever happens in that game happens, you know, it, it'll be really nice to win. I, I want to win these games, but, you know, we could lose and then play them in the playoffs and then, you know, sweep them 4-0. So at the end of the day, well, I, I really do want to see how these teams match up together, and that, and that's that's an important thing for the coaching staff and the, and the players to, like, kind of get a grip on, but we, we know anything can happen in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and I think the health aspect is a is a big is a big deal too. Like uh, you got to stay healthy between now and the the end of the season. So when does when would you say like, if at all, you no, know, icing a lineup that has you know Harper in it instead of Lindgren, or like they call maybe they call Brodzinski or something like that. Do you think the Rangers will start to do that soon, or will they go from now until the end of the season trying to, I, to get as many points?
1: I think they'll just go right through because there's not they don't really have that much room in terms of cap space to kind of maneuver around. You might see like, you know, guys like uh Mott and Lindgren sit a couple games because they're banged up, but um in terms of like top guys, I think they're just going to play through the rest of the year. Yeah. Mott and Mott
0: and Lindgren have been beat up. Like Mott has taken a beating since the since he came back to the the Rangers, yeah. but
1: I mean, he's played really well though. Oh my god, phenomenal. He's been he's been one of our key players in these last, you know, 4 or 5 games.
0: I hope the Rangers like extend him in the offseason. I know it's it, they're going to be tight on salary, but man, that is a that is a good player. Like he does a lot of great things. Like that's one of those guys that was like like a 2014 like dominic moore kind yep of, kind of, i was like just brian, gonna say brian boyle too like boyle speaking of Boyle, he just retired too yesterday
1: yep he took the words right out of my mouth yeah he's he's just as close as to don moore as you're gonna get that you know that you need guys like that you need guys who can skate and also be first on pucks in the playoffs especially on your fourth line because you know, when you're on the road, that's the one big thing is the mismatches. And if you get stuck out there against a, you know, a Devils or a Carolina Hurricanes top line, you want to be able to send your fourth line out there with, uh, with confidence. And I and Gallant's clearly had that with the with this new fourth line. And uh, B, like VC and Goudreau have have been great compliments as well. So I'm excited to see what that line will do in the playoffs mm-hmm. because we know how important that that fourth line was for the Rangers in 2014. So Mm-hmm. A couple we'll more
0: questions I got for you before we before we wrap it up. But like uh, Lindgren came back into the lineup, and uh, on Tuesday um, he did get he got like kind of banged up, but I think he's good to go for tonight's game in Carolina. At least there was talk about like you know if Fox felt comfortable, if Fox not playing the way that he was playing, um, you know pre injury to Lindgren because he was paired with Mikola for the most part, um, but I mean. Overall, as a season, like Adam Fox, is this his best season so far, or is his Norris winning season still better? Because I've seen some people kind of argue, like, this season has been amazing, he should definitely win the Norris Trophy, and then some people will say, like, nah, this Norris Trophy season, there's no way way he's uh, better than that one.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, listen, he's he's great. He's a top three D man in the league. We he he's so smart. Like that—that's what separates him is his hockey IQ. He's like, you know, you got all these defensemen like McCarr, you know, who can skate and fly like the wind, and Fox might not have that speed, but he makes up for it with the, with his ability to know what the next move is with the puck. He knows exactly what the next guy is doing before he even makes that move. It's a, it's it's incredible to watch and. Yeah, he's having a phenomenal season, but like when you lose a guy who really hasn't missed a game in his Rangers career in Ly- Ryan Lindgren, a guy you've played with your entire career, uh, it's it's tough and it's it's a tough adjustment, you know, because defense is all about like telepathy and and you know working on chemistry. When you when you have a defensive partner, you want to have that defensive partner throughout your career. I mean, look at Jacob Truba and and Keandre Miller; they played. Uh, you know most of their career as rangers together they've logged the most minutes out of any pairing in in the rangers like since i don't know since miller started so like what three years so mm-hmm. um yeah i i think fox and lindgren are a perfect pairing together and, and you know they they might have struggled a little bit the other night but they were just getting their bearings back like that's a that's a pairing that when when Lindgren's playing back, Fox can do more fun things and mm-hmm. he puts up more points because of it. So if there was like a little bit of a Fox skid playing with Mikola, it has nothing to do with Mikola's play. It more has to do with the fact that Fox and Lindgren have been together for so long. And when you separate that because of an injury, it becomes tough on Fox as good as he is it, for anybody, you know,
0: mm-hmm. So it's on the chemistry aspect and the mental aspect. Yeah, Famili- no doubt. Familiarity too. Yeah, like with with uh with Lindgren, Mikola is still new to the team. Like he's only had what, like maybe twenty games.
1: Not even. Right, right. like Fox, you know, Fox and Lindgren can make pass to each other with their eyes closed. They just know where they're going to yeah. be on the ice. Yeah. No, that's a good. That's a good point. And uh,
0: and speaking of like like trophy winning seasons, like. I heard Joe Micheletti mentioned this on on the broadcast. Uh, the possibility of Zabanajad
1: going for the Selkie Trophy. Uh, how realistic do you think that is? I didn't even know that was a possibility. I mean, he could. We know we know what Mika is to this team, man. Like when he when he's not in the lineup, it, it it really shakes up the team. Like as great as guys like Panarin are, like we we know that without Mika in this lineup, like He's the glue, man. He's he's the number one guy. And he's he's phenomenal. I yeah, like I said, I had no idea that he was even like in the running for the Selkie, but mm-hmm. it doesn't surprise me.
0: Yeah, I I would love to see that. I haven't seen a Ranger win a Selkie trophy. Uh, I mean it's always it was always like the same same damn players. It's always Bergeron. Back in the day it was Datsu, you know what I mean? Like those guys, Ryan Kessler, those are the guys that would always win. To have somebody like that on the team now know that's amazing to have your your forward be one of your best defensive players love that
1: yeah no doubt he's he's phenomenal on both ends of the ice and you know he's our power play specialist and he he does things every night that you're like wow like like I can't believe we have a legit number one center
0: Mm -hmm. and he's like pushing he's pushing 40 goals right now he's at 37 um I'd be interested to see if he If he makes a push for 50 i don't know we've seen we've seen it happen i think in like 2012 stamkos had like with like maybe 10 games left he had like 50 goals and he ended up getting 60. i could be wrong on that but i do remember stamkos got like 60 in 2012. uh i'd love to see 50 goals from
1: from i wouldn't put it past mika i think he totally could no problem yeah
0: he definitely would have had it that one year the 2019-20 if the if the season didn't get uh canceled of covid he would he was yep. on the tear he's on the tear uh he definitely would have 50 in that one um last question do you think yes or no like do you think the rangers can maintain that level of play from last week i know we talked about it a little bit already but that last week when they went four and oh it just seemed like they were dominating every single game can that team can this team stay in that mentality whatever they say in the dressing room maybe it's true is saying something but they all continue to buy in and play the exact same way
1: absolutely man like I, I think this team this is the best rangers roster i've seen in my lifetime and the way that they've looked in the past week you know you're bound to hit one skid and if that skid is against the best team in the conference and it's not even a terrible skid it was just like you know a little bit of a lapse in judgment and and, uh, and play they could have been tired we don't know um then that's like the least of my concern. I I really think this team is special and this team is going to go far. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, you know, in June, they're lifting the Stanley Cup. Love to see it.
0: Yeah, man, that would be awesome. The next thing I would love to see is an 82-game schedule season with this exact roster. Like no changes, the lines stay the same, power play lines stay the same, everything stays the same. Just these players, 82 games, I'd love to see what kind of record they would have.
1: I'd love to see them make that happen. Hopefully they can with the cap.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. That, it's uh, I, I'll try and stay away from that stuff because it's like it's too. I want to enjoy this run. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I do don't. Great. I
1: never. When people talk about like off season stuff, I, I I don't. really play into it because like it doesn't. The off season doesn't matter if you're lifting the Stanley Cup in June. So that's the focus. Right, and the conditions
0: on first round picks and stuff like that. Dad, don't worry about that. Like last nah. year with Cop, like it was a conditional first, and. I don't think anybody was thinking about that when the Rangers made the, the conference finals. Like they're just like, Oh yeah, Williams, no. conference finals, man. Like this is a good trade.
1: Yeah. No, no, yeah. None, none of that matters.
0: Yeah, man. I mean like this, this is a good, this is a good run. Uh, I mean, last week, four and oh, let's hope they can keep it up bump in the road Tuesday. Hopefully they come back with a win tonight. And again, the big one is if you lose the next two games, Uh, Hopefully you don't lose to Columbus. Jeez, if you lose to Columbus, that's an embarrassment. But if you, the big thing is if you get a victory in New Jersey against the Devils next week, that would be outstanding. There's 11 games left, including tonight's game. So if the Rangers could run the table, maybe go eight and three, maybe they could get to the second seed. Yep. Possibly. I don't think I don't think division title is uh, is realistic. I think second seed is 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 uh, a lot more realistic and. And first seed is basically just a fantasy that would be nice, but you
1: know. yeah, man. I, I listen. I'd love to see it. I, I'd love. I love for them to make it happen, and and we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes. I think tonight's another really big test for this team, and I I think they'll prevail. I think they'll come back with a lot of fire playing tonight. Yep. All right, Avery. I
0: appreciate you doing this with me. We're gonna end the broadcast. Thanks everybody for listening. Hey, Rangers fans! Thank you so much for listening to the Ice Cold Takes podcast this week. Make sure you follow at takes pod on Twitter to stay up to date with the latest Rangers info. See you all next week.
1: time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I know.